Welcome to 20th Century Boy. That is 20th Century Boy. Kind of like 20th Century Fox, but instead of a fox, it's a boy. That boy is me, Radio Mike, and this is the inside of my mind. Welcome back to another week of 20th Century Boy, the podcast by me, Radio Mike. As I already said, the guy from the podcast, I'm not a hype-up guy that's like introducing Mike. I am him. I am Mike. Welcome to my podcast. Yes, it is me that you are listening to right now, the guy from the podcast, the guy from your favorite podcast. And if this is not your favorite podcast, that is okay, but please send feedback as to what we can do to change that. We would like to be your favorite podcast. Uh, so yeah, please let us know what we can do to change that fact. I hope you have been well. I have been well. And uh, I, I'm... i Still in isolation here in Melbourne, in Victoria, in Australia, and uh, it's it's very just okay. Feel like everyone's getting really antsy, everyone's getting really bored, and you know just the same old stories again and again and again. Our COVID numbers are down, great, uh, but I don't like. I think we're only halfway through isolation, which is in well, that's actually crazy to think about. We're only halfway through our stage four lockdown. I don't think I've had any human contact really in the last few weeks because I live by myself and that's sort of, you know, this podcast is about me, Radio Mike, as I already made quite explicit, no hype up guy, me, Radio Mike, a guy in his mid twenties working as a writer, producer, comedian, I'm going to put in there because I like to make people laugh and I feel like that automatically grants you the status of comedian. Uh, trying to make my way through the rough and tumble of being a millennial in this modern world And uh, I guess if you've come to this podcast, you already know about all of that. So I'll chug along with it. As always, you can win this podcast. We are the world's only winnable podcast until proven otherwise. Uh, If another podcast does it, then we still maintain we are the world's first winnable podcast. The way you win the podcast is do a 360 on the spot right now. Look around, look to your left, look to your right, look behind you, spin around, spin around, and then... If you happen to see me in that moment during the spin, you have won the podcast, come up to me now. As I have said for the past few weeks, very difficult to win the podcast at the moment because I am in isolation and I assume a lot of the listeners are as well, but there is still a possibility. There are usually two times a day that I am out of the house. One of them is when I go to the shops. The other is when I go for a run. Those are your windows of opportunity, but it has to be a coincidence. And if I have any inkling that is not a coincidence, you do not win the podcast, unfortunately. Uh, Special hello this week to Radio Georgia. Uh, Radio Georgia sent me a message this week that is another one in line with the in-jokes of this show. And she said to me, happy 25th birthday, Mike. No, she said, hey, Mike, just wanted to wish you a happy 25th. The idea of this is on my 25th birthday last year, December 12th, an episode of this podcast came out. And uh, I told people to always send me a message saying happy 25th birthday. That way I can live as a 25-year-old in spirit forever. So thank you very much, Georgia, for participating in that meme of the show. I am glad that I am 25 for an... I'm going to be 26 soon, but I still want those 25 messages coming in. I do not want them to stop. I do not want any happy 26th birthday messages this year. All I want is 25th birthdays. And then maybe I'll be like 40 
and I'll still get a happy 25th on B and I'll just, you know, when people like forget their age, like, oh, I'm 37. Oh no, wait, I'm, I'm 36. Like, I want that to be me, but it's like, oh, I think I'm 25. Oh no, I'm 49. Like, I want that to happen. That's where I want this to be. Uh, so please help me achieve that goal. Massive thank you to everybody this weekend who joined Mike's bigger trivia night. I've been running trivia nights over the Discord. This week I did Zoom. Uh, It was a lot of fun. And uh, this was our biggest turnout yet, which was really, really cool. Uh, So I might run one... I might run one this weekend if people are interested. Your question of the week, I'll only do one this week, but the question, the trivia question of the week this week that was a part of the trivia night. uh, Well, I'll do two actually, because there's two I really like. Usually I just choose the two I really like. They're generally pop culture skewed and like, you know, around TV, movies and music, but there's a few general knowledge questions in there, but I, you know, I lean towards the pop culture stuff. Uh, The first question, and send me a DM on Insta if you know the answer to either of these. The first one, the show Malcolm in the Middle features Malcolm, the middle of five children. Name the other four. And by the end of that series, there are four of Malcolm's brothers, two older, two younger. Name all of them. Uh, And the other one was, in the TV show Futurama, which century does the main character Fry originate from, as in when was he born, and which century does he originally time travel to? Those are your two trivia questions this week. Thank you to everyone who joined. There are a lot of new people, and so welcome to all those people. You're more than welcome to join in at any time. Get in the Discord as well. Lots of great community stuff happening in there, so it's great to have all that support. I really appreciate it. Aside from the trivia night on the weekend, a few of the listeners of this podcast got together and I only caught some of this, but I think I I caught the magic of it. A few of the podcast listeners got together to do this thing that was like a podcast uh, PowerPoint evening. So basically a bunch of listeners created PowerPoints on any topic of their choice. And I kind of came in at the end and witnessed just one of the most crazily observant observant and funny things I've ever seen in my life from one of the the longest uh, listeners of this show radio superstar Pat he's a radio superstar because he is a higher tiered listener of the radio family which is the collective group of listeners of this podcast and radio superstar Pat's uh slideshow was titled I think it was titled my theory as to why Mr. Rental's wife left him and took the kids, which is a a very oddly specific topic to do a PowerPoint on. Um, For those who don't know, which I assume is most of you, because I barely remembered myself, Mr. Rental is a business that like rents products to people if they need them. For example, like if your TV is broken and you don't have enough money. I, I assume it's like if your TV's broken and you don't have enough money to buy a new TV, you can just rent one for like a month for like, you know, $30 a week. Right. And, uh, that like, so that's what they, and they used to run in Australia. I assume they're just an Australian company. They used to run these commercials on TV featuring this guy, Mr. Rental, who's like a, I'm trying to think of like what animation style it's most like. It's like, it's like clay, clay animation, sort of like very rounded figures of people. And Mr. Rental is like the dad in a family who, I guess the commercials are played for comedy, but basically what Pat pointed out is that in all of the commercials, 
Mr. Rental is quite rude to his wife and disrespectful towards her. And they have a couple of kids together. And, you know, these are just random commercials for some business that aired like 10 years ago in Australia. And what Pat seems to have done is over the past decade, just followed Mr. Rental so closely that he noticed that as the business went on, slowly and slowly, Mr. Rental's wife and kids started disappearing from the ads. Suddenly, Mr. Rental's wife and kids were just not in the ads anymore. And I guess he made it his mission to find out why. Uh, and he explains in this PowerPoint that, that and, and with evidence, he has a lot of evidence from the commercials, from the company's branding, from everything, that Mr. Rental's wife left him and took the kids and he is no longer allowed to, to see the kids it was just it was just hilariously done. Massive congrats to Radio Superstar Pat. Uh, it was absolutely hilarious, man. And everyone loved it. And then there was probably 10 of us on the chat, 10 of us on the Discord watching it. And then we just decided all to go onto the Mr. Rental Instagram page. And you're welcome. I would love for this to continue because I find it funny. Uh, the Mr. Rental Instagram page is Mr. Mr. Rental australia and we all went onto it and just started commenting on all the pictures about hey man it's sad about your wife but i hope you're doing okay and stuff like that some of the most hilarious content i've ever seen in my life to be honest and and then at one point which i think is an idea i want to pursue on the podcast but i just said Hey, Mr. Rental, thanks for doing this AMA. <laughs> and an AMA is a Reddit thing where it's like an ask me anything. And I just thought it would be a funny idea one day for us to choose a random out of reach celebrity, but just all at once start tweeting them. Hey, thanks for doing this AMA. And then asking them a question. And like, I just feel like if heaps of people at the same time were just like, thanks for doing this AMA, you might just think, oh, maybe I'm doing an AMA and you just start answering the questions. So that's something I want to do. But for now, jump onto the Australia Instagram page and just make sure that Mr. Rental's okay. Read through some of the comments and send a similar comment to him uh, because we just want to make sure Mr. Rental's okay after what happened with his wife. <laughs> okay, so I need to talk about the fact that one of my... I talked last week about my reel on Instagram about... I'm not going to say it this week, but the rude one, and I made an apology for it on last week's episode, a public apology with a written statement. Uh, But reels on Instagram are like Instagram's solution to TikTok, where you're just like uh, doing short, funny-ish videos. And I've just started doing one every day just because like I wake up in the morning, I'm like, all right, think of something. Just It's like an exercise of like writing something funny. I'm like, just think of something funny you can do and make it into a reel. So I've done a few. Uh, they're very visual. Head to my Instagram radio.mic to check those out. But this week, I, I'm, I, I have a bone to pick with reels because during the week, one of my reels was featured by Instagram. It was added to like Instagram's featured reels. And it was something that I literally spent four seconds making it like was the least effort I have ever put into anything I've ever done in my entire career content wise. I reckon I thought about this for three seconds before just doing it. And it is now somehow the most successful piece of content I have ever made in my entire life. That's right. A reel that is titled how to have a shower in three easy steps 
is now the most successful thing I've ever done with, at the time of recording, over 200,000 views and over 7,000 likes. Uh, I'll put the audio of it here, but it is quite visual, but I'm sure you are very smart and can figure out what's going on. Hey guys, this is my quick three-step tutorial on how to have a shower. Step one, turn the water on. Step three, get under the water. I just realized I forgot step two, which is that you're supposed to take all your clothes off, but that's optional. So that piece of crap is my most successful bit of content I have ever done. And the thing about reels and TikToks that I personally think is like, there are some people that just have tons of TikTok followers and tons of views, but I'm like, does anyone actually care about them and the content they make? Because it's like the algorithm is just... TikToks are so disposable, so are reels. Like it's all disposable, quick bursts of content. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't think it necessarily matters if you have heaps of views on it. I, I could be proven wrong, but I don't think we'd ever see any like mainstream TikTok, uh, TikTokers. I don't think we'll ever see that. But it was just really interesting to see that something I spent the least effort on is now the most views and the most like the most liked thing I've ever done. And I think even some of my reels are even funnier, but that was a really interesting part of the week because I just got an influx of people liking my stuff. Like still now, tons of people are just liking it. And so many like 16 year old, just bully dickheads who are like, uh, is this supposed to be funny? This isn't funny at all. Ha ha. I'm laughing so much. And I'm just like, wow, like children are so mean, like young people who think that there are no consequences for their actions, just say the meanest things. Like, it's not even that mean, but it's just like, why would you even comment that? Like, anyway, it didn't, it didn't annoy me, but I was just like, wow, I didn't realize how much hate there is online. I guess because I've never really been the target of it, but yeah. One thing, like I do still want to do reels, even though they're so disposable, but one thing I'm thinking about doing moving ahead, because I've obviously done uh, podcast clips for this podcast, which are under 60 seconds long. I usually put them on Insta and they're just highlight, comedy highlights from the show. They're quite punchy. They're quite short. I'm now going to buy, I think I'm going to get a camcorder that can film like the whole pod and just make longer clips for IGTV and YouTube. I think that's what I want to do next to keep growing this podcast. Um, So yeah, that's something to look forward to soon. And uh, very soon there will be some uh, 20th Century Boy themed stickers and possibly t-shirts for people to buy, which is a great way you can support the show. More information on that coming very, very soon. All right, guys, I'm recording this on Tuesday, the 25th of August. Yesterday, Monday, the 24th of August was the fourth Monday of the month, the fourth Monday of August. And as longtime listeners of this show know, on the fourth Monday of every month, I was going to say the fourth Monday of every August. No, the fourth Monday of every month, we get a special message from the best friend of the show. His name is Radio Nacho Cheese, an anonymous but loving person who engages with the show regularly, but no one knows his true identity. Uh, Radio Nacho Cheese is the hero of the show, and I was very shocked yesterday to see that there was no message in my inbox from him. However, this morning I woke up to a message from Radio Nacho Cheese that was kind of apologetic, but still his normal cheerful self. Uh, There's no subject on this email, but it says, Hey Mike, sorry for the delayed fourth Monday of the month update. 
I'm not working at the moment and every day is blending together. So I forgot yesterday was the fourth Monday. Anyway, I've attached my voice memo for the month. Hope you're doing well in ISO. Regards, N.C., which stands for Nacho Cheese. He sometimes goes by Professor Cheese, Dr. Cheese, um, Sergeant Nach, like lots of Sergeant Cheddar, I think it was, Colonel Cheddar. Lots of different names for Radio Nacho Cheese. Um, So, Nach, great to hear from you again. Thank you for participating in the show as always. Uh, Let's hear your message in this segment. Yeah, g'day everyone, it's uh, Radio Nacho Cheese here. G'day Radio Mike, it's uh, Radio Nacho Cheese here again. Radio Nacho Cheese here again. Radio Nacho Cheese here. He's Radio Nacho Cheese and this is his weekly update. As I have said last month, I have not changed it to Radio Nacho Cheese's monthly update. It's still his weekly update uh, in that opener, but it is a monthly update. Take it away, Radio Nacho Cheese, who this week is explaining he made a board game for the radio family. He made a 20th century boy themed board game that contained... God, there's so many internal references on this show. Okay. On the board game was a part that said call the phone number of the show 1-800-438-353 sorry so many in jokes play the jingle for that created by radio alex sky and radio scooter if you've got a contribution to the podcast there's only one number you see go 1-800-438-353 okay but on the board game that radio nacho cheese made he actually did I think it was like 1-800-538-353. So he got a number wrong, which was weird because he probably calls the number more than anyone else. Uh, And I asked him for an explanation in this, as well as his general check-in with us, the radio family. Please take it away, Nach. Hey, Mikey and the radio family. It's Radio Nacho Cheese here. It's actually Tuesday, not the fourth Monday of the month like I'm supposed to. It's the Tuesday. Uh, It's 10 a.m. Hopefully you haven't done the podcast for this week yet, Mike, but uh, if you have, all good, mate. Uh, I've been asked to address the mistaken number on the board game. Well, the excuse is in, people, and uh, all I can say is it was just an oversight. Just was rushing it, trying to get it out for the people, and I've, you know, made quite the error. I don't call the numbers often anymore, so it wasn't just stuck in my head. So apologies for that. Um, although you could argue that now the number on the board game is more family friendly because it doesn't spell out get fucked. So, you know, board games are made for families. So maybe that's why we could, we could say that the number's not correct on that. But anyway, all good. Just want to say, uh, hope everyone's doing well in quarantine if you're in Victoria and otherwise I hope everyone's good. And, uh, looking forward to finally being able to hopefully get together and have some fun. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Love yous. Bye. Yeah, thanks, Nach. And all of that is an example as to why Radio Nacho Cheese is the best friend of the podcast. Because, as I've said in the past, mistakes happen and he makes them. Radio Nacho Cheese, the thing about him is he's not hes not a god. He's not a, you know, he's not perfect. And that's what makes him perfect. He acknowledges his errors. He acknowledges his mistakes and he moves on with his life. And that's what we love about Radio Nacho Cheese, the unsung hero that this show deserves but does not need. No, what's the quote from Batman? He's the hero this... Yeah, he's the hero the town doesn't need but does deserve. And that's like Radio Nacho Cheese for us. He is the hero that we need but uh, we don't deserve. No, we do deserve... Anyway, 
We love Radio Nacho Cheese. Thanks again for participating on the show. We will speak to you in a month from now. Thank you, Nacho Cheese. Lots to get to in the show today, including Lost in Translation coming up soon and uh, the update on Radio Father, the tyrant uh, horror movie villain style anonymous caller who has been haunting the podcast. Uh, But first I wanted to chat really briefly about something I put on Twitter this week. You can follow me on Twitter. It's Radio Mike. I am nearly at a thousand Twitter followers. Can you believe it? I'm on 914 now. Follow me on Twitter. If you don't have a Twitter account, make one and follow me on it uh, so I can get up to a thousand. I think it'd be awesome to have a thousand. And I'm also on 3,187 currently uh, Instagram followers. Would love to get to 3,200. So again, tell all your friends. But I posted on Twitter this week and it turns out I'm not alone. Uh, Something about Shrek, something that has always made me feel really stupid about Shrek. And I've now learned I didn't have to feel stupid because lots of people agreed. But there is a scene in the original Shrek film. uh, And I don't know about you. I think a lot of these, the listeners of this podcast are younger than me. So you guys might not have seen Shrek in cinemas or as a young, young child, maybe you were like, I think I would have seen it when I was probably six or seven. Maybe you guys saw it when you were like, like a bit older. Like I saw it in cinemas. There's a scene in the original Shrek where Shrek is in Duloc, which is like the big castle town that Lord Farquaad, uh, Lord Farquaad runs. And uh, Lord Farquaad's guards are surrounding Shrek and about to attack him. And in this moment, Shrek picks up a pint and smashes open a barrel of beer and says, can't we just settle this over a pint? Uh, I will now play you the audio from this exact moment from Shrek. Can't we just settle this over a pint? Now I'm about to say something, and if you are a 90s kid or a 2000s kid that agrees with this or thought the same thing, which I know there are many of because already people have told me, I, then I want you to tell me immediately when you hear this. I thought as a kid, because I didn't know what a pint was. And I don't think there is any reason for a young child to know what a pint is, because I feel like a pint is almost like exclusively associated with beer or cider, but yeah, beer in this case. So I don't think this is stupid, but this is the way my head made sense of this moment in the film. I thought that, I don't know why he was grabbing the cup but I thought, and, and I think Mike Myers' Scottish accent for Shrek really assisted in me creating this understanding of it. I thought, because I didn't know what a pint was, that Shrek was saying, can't we just settle this over the paint? Can't we just settle this over the paint? And then he smashes open the barrel of beer, and I thought that was paint. Paint? And I thought that Shrek was then drinking paint. Paint? Which... To me, in my mind, I was like, oh yeah, I guess Shrek drinks paint because he's an ogre and that's like a gross thing that ogres would do. So that was like my way of making sense of this moment in Shrek because I didn't know what a pint was and I didn't understand that it was beer. And at no point is it mentioned that it's beer. So my mind was like, oh, he's saying paint and he's drinking paint because that's what an ogre would do. Can't we just settle this over a paint? And so many people have 
DM'd me uh, in response to this, just saying that they thought the exact same thing, which I find absolutely hilarious. Radio Dale sent me a message on Instagram and he says, yes, spot on. I don't even know how you realize this. To this day, I still think it's paint and I'm 24. Radio Sandro said, yes, I totally thought this. It was out of control. Radio Corey said fucking oath I did so he agreed with me radio Laura said oh my god yes I thought this radio Brandon said I thought the exact same thing and then a great one came in from radio uh Braden with an e as in not Breeden but like Bray instead of some Bradens are b-r-a-y-d-e-n Braden with an e is b-r-a-e-d-e-n he said no I didn't think this but he's, he's offered a a a, a similar kind of thing. He said, I didn't think this, but I'm partially deaf. And in primary school, and this is great, I grew up thinking that a round of applause was a round on the floors. <laughs> and since in primary, since I was in primary school, oh no, and since in primary school, you sit on the floor a lot, I would be furiously slapping the floor in a circular motion that would stir up a dust storm for the people in my immediate vicinity to enjoy choking on. So when someone said, let's, you know, let oh, great. Tim's done a great show and tell. Let's give him a round of applause, guys. And all the other members of the class are like, yeah, great job, Tim. Thanks for showing us your bionicle or whatever you, whatever Tim showed, right? And then... And then Braden, Radio Braden with an E is just literally, and I'm going to put, I'm going to put the microphone to the floor. Radio Braden's just going. And, and everyone around him's probably like, I'm sorry, what does Radio Braden think we're doing right now? <laughs> so I want to know for next week's episode, one, what did you just, what did you misunderstand in a movie when you were a kid like what did what could your mind not make sense of so you just couldn't make sense of it so you created a meaning that you thought was right and two what did you just miss here as a kid and constantly just think that it's that it's the other thing like did like like Brayden like did you hear a round of applause and think it was a round on the floors um let me know. Send them in. RadioMikePod at gmail.com. Instagram, Radio.Mike. The Discord. The phone number, 1-800-438-353. Any of those, I really want to know. All right. A couple more things to get through for today. So let's do one of these bad boys. Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation. It is Lost in Translation, my favourite segment and one of the best games in podcast history, in my opinion, that has never been done before, I do not believe. And I just think it's great. I think I've created a revolutionary game that people can play at home with on podcasts, and I'm glad people do, except for this week, because nobody got it at all. No one even no one even got anywhere near uh, what it is. Uh, for those who are new, welcome to the show. The way this game works is I choose a famous song lyric uh, from a famous song. Generally songs that I believe the majority of people know. You know, like top 40 stuff, hits, classics. No, like, oh, it's the B-side from the Beatles' fourth studio album that you've never heard. None of that. If we're doing a Beatles song, it's always going to be Let It Be, you know? If we're doing... Uh, well, I don't want to give any more away, but it, they're usually very accessible songs, including this week, in which I think has been the most... Ex- uh, sorry, I didn't even explain the game. I put the lyrics into Google Translate through 20 different languages. 
take it back to English and then uh, spit out the translation, the corrupt translation, and you have to tell me what song it is. Um, So yeah, no one got it this week. No one uh, got anywhere close, uh, especially because last week it was seemingly so easy. It was no scrubs by TLC. And so many people just seem to get it right. Uh, This week, no luck from anyone, really. I gave one last call out for guesses in the podcast Discord, but still no correct one. So I guess I'm going to have to just give it away. Uh, But I will give a few clues so people who are currently listening can just try and make an educated and informed guess. Uh, This is a solo artist. They had a movie uh, based on themselves, of which this uh, this song is from the soundtrack of. Okay, if you haven't figured it out yet, the answer to this week's Lost in Translation, which are these lyrics, by the way. The music was good. You do not have to pay. You are not the only one who lives. You will not lose. This is a very special time in life. Thank you, Google. The answer is this song right here. So I guess it did. It, it was pretty hard, but I thought there were still parts of it in there that, that definitely worked. Like, you better lose yourself in the music the moment the music became the music was good. And then you, I think you own it became you do not have to pay. Like something like that, you because own, pay, that kind of makes sense. And then you are not the only one who lives, you will not lose, I guess, is you only get one shot, do not miss your chance to blow. And then this is a very special time in life is this opportunity comes once in a lifetime. So no one got that. Uh, We'll take a pause from Lost in Translation. We'll bring it back in a few weeks, but I want to do something else next week. So no Lost in Translation to mull over for for next week. Uh, But thank you all for playing each week. It's great to hear your thoughts and see your discussion of it. And now for the moment I think you've all been waiting for. It is... Well, I, I have to recap on this because similar to Radio Nacho Cheese, who's the best friend of the show, we also have a antagonist of the show who has been haunting the phone number of the podcast 1-800-438-3353 not 553 or whatever Radio Nacho Cheese thought it was he calls himself Radio Father I said he's not part of the radio family therefore he is called Questionable Father he's been leaving uh, cryptic clues and hints as to his identity that we have to solve on the show Uh, here was last week's cryptic clue that he left for us your cryptic clue this time is 13 numbers I will read them out now. Have a pen ready. 14, 20, 12, 8, 19, 4, 20, 5, 21, 9, 18, 1, 19. Got it? Good luck. Yeah, it was that series of numbers. And one person who slid into my DMs who I believe your name was Radio Joel. And Radio Joel, uh, welcome to the Radio family and thank you for your work, Radio Joel, because he deciphered that it was... Because I I must have done it wrong, but it was, you know, the thing where 1 corresponds to A and 26 corresponds to, to Z. And, well, this is what we think. He figured it out that it created an anagram for the film Shutter Island, which is a film I have not seen. Um... 
but I'm about to spoil because people have spoiled for me. And I believe that Questionable Father is trying to frame me because apparently at the end of that film, I think it's like, and spoilers, skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to know. I think it's like the person who's narrating the story about some crime ends up being the person who committed the crime. Uh, But Radio Father, well, let's put it this way. And well done, Radio Joel, but questionable father, I should say, your fun's ended. And uh, last week, if you listened to the show, I had an anonymous, another anonymous listener of the show who claimed to be a super sleuth. And that person believed they could easily find out the true identity of questionable father. And the cyber sleuth who uh, was on a mission this week to find the identity of questionable father joins me on the phone now. I can finally reveal her name. Her name is Georgina. Georgina, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Radio Mike. Now, Georgina, Radio Georgina, I should say, you. I need to congratulate you because you have done a fantastic job this week uh, on your sleuthy journey to find out who Questionable Father is. And Thank you. Do you want to walk us through or tell the listeners the results like how did you go how did you find this challenge what happened okay so it was um a bit of a challenge at the start and i was starting to even doubt myself but then um i had a breakthrough and we have managed to find out who questionable father is his Mm. identity and when you say we found out who he is we know his first name we know his surname and We know his social media accounts as well. Yes, we do. Yeah. All of that information. We know a lot about him. And don't yeah. don't talk about your method. Like, don't say what you did to find it. But did you feel like he covered his tracks well? At first, I did because, as everyone knows, we only had the phone number. So, um, I was having no luck at the start. But in the end, he had um, left the trail. He hadn't fully covered his tracks, thank goodness. Mm. So it wasn't too hard to crack in the end. And he was pretty smug about covering all his tracks, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Mm. I think he still thinks he has. And the the best part about (laughs) it was, Georgina, like we talked on the phone for the podcast last week and then I gave you all the information and said, away with you, go do your thing, do your, start your sleuthing career and solve this for the podcast. And yeah. I actually think within half an hour of that, you would replied, you would sent a message to me on Instagram saying this is him and you, and like, and it all checked out pretty much. Yeah, it did. I actually shocked myself because I was starting to doubt myself at the start. um, And then it just, I made the breakthrough and I was able to find him and it all fell into place. Mm. And like, yeah, he, we, we, we know he has a particular hobby, like an interesting and unique yeah. hobby. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. And I guess now we direct the conversation to Questionable Father. Um, do you have anything you want to say to him? Um, not specifically, just that, you know, we'll give you a chance. We don't want to just say your name right yeah. now. I so thought, we'll I thought, give you a chance. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like when... um. When when Barack Obama announced that they'd killed Osama bin Laden, he was like, "Ladies and gentlemen, we got him." But you, oh, I didn't have anything profound. Oh, okay, no. so anyway, well, that was your one shot. But here's here's what here's what we reckon, uh, radio questionable father. You might be sitting there 
possibly with a bit of anxiety, maybe a little bit of panic in your, maybe feeling a bit panicked. And maybe you have a wry or sly smile on your face because you, maybe you think we're bluffing. Georgina, do you think he believes us? I don't think he believes that we found him. Okay. I honestly don't. Mm. Well, here's what we're saying, questionable father, and this is on behalf of myself, and I'm dubbing your new uh, your new nickname for the show, Georgina, as Cyber Sleuth George. Is that okay? Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Okay, you're Cyber Sleuth George. So from me, Radio Mike, Cyber Sleuth George, and the rest of the RF, we're saying to you, come clean with your identity on the next episode, or we'll just mm-hmm. do it anyway. We're gonna, yep, we'll we're, reveal it. Yeah, we will reveal your identity on next week's show unless you arrange for yourself to do that. So I'm giving you a chance to show yourself, to show your cards. Otherwise, we will reveal it next week on the show. How's that sound, uh, Cyber Sleuth George? I'm so excited. I'm kind of hoping he doesn't reveal himself so we get to do it. Mm. Well, we're not, we'll we're not bluffing. We know who he is. I feel so smug right now. This is good. Actually, yeah. where, I- where, where we want to be. Can I add one thing um, that, Georgina, you'll laugh at and Questionable Father, you may or may not believe, but I'm going to just put it out there. And Questionable Father, if there were any doubts in your mind up until this point, I think this is going to be the evidence that really makes your heart start to beat pretty fast. Questionable Father, you have sent me a message on Instagram multiple times this week thinking that I didn't know your identity but I did know your identity the entire time and just to be clear I am talking about your personal Instagram account not the questionable father Instagram account you have sent me messages from your personal account just having casual chats with me just having casual interactions with me and the stuff I've been posting multiple times this week and I did know it was you the entire time now (laughs) you can call my bluff but that's what I'm saying to prove that I know it's you take it or leave it what Um, a turn of events what a turn of events well Cyber Sleuth George will definitely enlist you in the future if we need any investigative uh, skills for the pod please Please, I would love that. I'll be on it straight away. Thank you for being a a very high-ranked listener of the show. You've done well. Thank you, Radio Mike. I appreciate it. (laughs) There you have it, questionable. The cards are in your hand. Do whatever feels right to you. But I'm telling you that whatever happens next week... the, The jig's up. The jig's up, questionable. Next week, your identity is being revealed on the potty everyone to hear unless you can persuade me not to do it which is going to be very difficult game on questionable father the joke's on you this time we love all reviews for this podcast on itunes uh there is a link in the description to every podcast that you can just click on it takes you to the itunes page even if you just click on it now press five stars i think you can do it within the itunes the apple podcast app as well uh 
I know it's hard if you're on Spotify, but it does really help. So if you can do it, just give the show five stars. Uh, We do accept four. We do not accept anything below four. You have to give those to another podcast. But uh, a review did come in this week from Radio Seth, all the way from the United States of America. Welcome to the radio family, Radio Seth. And uh, well, this review just... It, it put an absolute smile on my face because it was just a roller coaster that in one paragraph recapped so many things that have happened on this podcast. Because uh, if you don't know, last year on the podcast, season one of the podcast was a um, bit more that I had three people working for me that were featuring on the podcast most weeks, including intern Mike, my 14 year old intern, Siggy Mike, my 29 year old production assistant that I wasn't quite sure what he was doing that intern Mike wasn't. Uh, He was addicted to chain smoking and editor the mic, my editor who ended up getting married to Siri. And uh, so many things happened that season, including Siggy Mike needing an ass transplant and a lot of really highbrow comedy. Uh, Obviously they haven't been that prevalent this year, but that doesn't mean they're not coming back in some way or another anytime soon. But Radio Seth has left a review and I wanted to read it out because it's very funny. He says, cheers from Radio Seth. I'm going to give a brief overview of what the podcast is like. Season one starts out normal until Mike brings in multiple characters of which he does all the voices of. Not true. They are all people that are in the studio with me. So I don't know why you would be thinking that. Uh, And it quickly descends into a a fever dream of fun plot lines and offered cigarettes with an epic conclusion of married voice assistants and butt transplants. Yes, really. Only the highest brow comedy on 20th Century Boy. The second season is a lot more mellow, with Mike having less time on his hand than before, which leads to a lot more fan involvement and personal subjects. Thanks for noting that, Radio Seth. I have reiterated many times on this show that the fans and the radio family, you guys, build this show. The show centers around you. Please write in anything on the show. You help generate the content for the show. But back to Seth's email. Uh, Overall, it's one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to, because you really feel like you're having a conversation with one of the coolest guys in Australia. That's an awesome compliment. Thank you. Oh yeah. I forgot to mention there's even a convoluted currency with no use outside of the show. That's Mike points, the currency of the show of which Seth, you can have a hundred of. And then he says, give it a listen. Uh, and that's just a great trip down memory lane of this podcast. And, uh, a lot of people have been asking, where is Siggy Mike? Where is intern Mike? When are they coming back? Uh, and you know, stuff's happening, stuff's in the works. Uh, but you know, and just to prove to you that it's not me doing the voices, I I do happen to have Siggy Mike, my old production assistant, who I believe is still addicted to the Siggies. We haven't caught up with him since last year. So I've, uh, I've, I've got him on the line now and we're just going to see what he's been doing, what he's been up to and how he is. Siggy Mike, are you there, mate? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Why haven't we been on the podcast for the whole fucking year? What the fuck? Well, you texted me at the end of last year and said you got into major legal troubles and you weren't sure what you could do. And then I didn't hear from you since then. So I just assumed you, you know, you weren't really focusing on the podcast business anymore. Yeah, no, I did get into some fucking legal trouble. I, I, I fucked it up so much, actually, because... Uh, sorry, man, I'm just going to light up a here. Um, Yeah, so I fucked it up so much because what happened was... I, like, I got into some legal trouble that I can't talk about at the moment because it's still in the courts, and I decided to flee the country. Oh, that sounds like a highly irresponsible idea. Yeah, 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 but get this. I decided to flee the country, 
guess where I decided to go. Wuhan, China? Yeah, how'd you know? Wuhan, China. I don't know. I just had a thought. Yeah, so I went to this wet market and I was just like shopping around and some guy's like, hey, do you want this bat soup? So I had some bat soup and suddenly I just felt really fucking sick. Siggy Mike, if this is going where I think it's going, then you probably want to stop talking right now. What do you mean? Are you trying to tell us that you were patient zero of the coronavirus? No, nah, no, nah, I wasn't I wasn't patient zero. Damo, my mate, was. I just got diarrhea. It was fucking shit. Then I just chilled out in Wuhan because I couldn't travel anywhere. Oh, that's... I mean, that's that's better than you being patient zero, I guess. Yeah, no, I'm not patient zero. So what have you been up to? Just doing the podcast each week. Have you been listening? Nah, no, nah, I'm not listening. I don't have time to listen. Why don't you have time? No, oh, I'm just fucking busy. How are you busy? Are you still in Wuhan? Nah, no, nah, I'm back in Melbourne now, having a blast, just chilling, going out all the time. You're going out all the time, but we're in stage four lockdown here in Melbourne. Yeah, no, nah, I meant before lockdown, I was going out. Now I'm just chilling, living, living with some housemates. Which housemates are you living with at the moment? Ah, uh, couple older, couple older guys couple older people just uh, chilling out. Who are they? Uh, I'm living with my grandma at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? Oh, I don't have a job and I don't have any money, so I'm just like, my grandma was the only one to take me in because I don't speak to my parents anymore. Like, I never even met my dad, so yeah, I've got no idea. Right. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm fucking great. I'm going out all the time. I thought you said you weren't going out all the time. No, I'm not. Okay. Well, this has been really fun catching up, Siggy Mike. Yeah, let's catch up over a Siggy soon. Don't smoke. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right, well, we'll chat soon, man. We'll, like, I'm sure we'll catch up soon and get get the gang back together. Which gang? The gang, like you, me, Siggy Mike, Intern Mike. I remember those guys. You don't remember them. You worked with them for the whole year on the podcast last year. Is that that old guy and that little kid? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember them. I, I was pretty stoned most of the time when I was at the show. I barely remember anything. Okay, we, well, I've got to go, Siggy Mike. I need to finish the podcast. All right, say hi to all the listeners for me. Fuck yeah, peace out, Siggy Mike bonkers! Okay, well, that's, uh, I mean, it sounds like Siggy Mike's doing just okay, uh, but to be honest, I, I don't know how much differently I could have expected him to be going, um, but it was great to catch up with him, that's for sure. Uh, but that is all we have time for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening every week. Thank you for leaving, thanks in advance for leaving that five-star review on iTunes. That means a lot to us. Uh, but seriously, you can support the show in many, many ways. For example, uh, just joining the Discord. I think we have hit 100 members in the Discord now, which is really, really cool. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram, radio.mike, Twitter, it's Radio Mike. Email the show at radiomikepod at gmail.com. Leave a review. Tell 10 of your friends about the podcast and one of your enemies. Tell your friends and your enemies about the podcast. Just say, hey, this is a great podcast. It's a lot of fun. I think you'd enjoy it. As Radio Seth said, you're hanging out with one of the coolest guys in Australia. Apparently, that's me. Uh, I will be back next week, as always. In the meantime, catch all my content wherever you follow me. And, uh, oh, I'll finish this podcast. I'll finish it differently this week. No, I won't. I will never do that. That's how you know you've got the Radio Mike seal of approval if the podcast finishes the same way each time. My name has been Radio Mike. Don't block the MDF. I am a very polite young man and some of your older staff could learn a lot from me. And, uh, well, this has been something to do with my mind. I think it's the outside of it. No, it's not, Mike. It's the inside. You know that. Goodbye. Have a great week. (laughs) 